I feel like having been so deeply misaligned for so much of my professional life, I may be a little bit numb to lesser degrees of misalignment. So where I'd love some help today is how can I recognize in this more generally aligned phase of my life when I'm getting out of alignment and then how can I shift back? Welcome to the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm Jason Drees. Don't forget to join me every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for a mindset alignment. Go to mondaymindsetreset.com. Don't start your week out of alignment. On today's episode, I got another amazing human being. His name is Dave Vanderlaan. He's from suburban Chicago. He's a GoBundance member. He's 44. I got him beat by a few years. He's got, I got him beat on kids. I got four boys. He's got a 12-year-old daughter. He's got twin 10-year-old boy and girl. Spent a lot of time doing in the legal practice, but is now in a his uh, nourish house call, functional house call business with his wife. Business is doing well, expanding in other states. Also does some real estates. And he's a uh, follically challenged like I am, apparently. So. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm doing well, Jason. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, unlike you, I, I gave up the ghost uh, a couple of decades ago and just started shaving. I like that. I like that you're battling all over your head and face right now. <laughs> I'm trying like this is the law. My my uh, my four year olds. I had been shaving it like in my my four year old five year old son's. I was like, why don't you have more hair? Like, can you grow it down to here? And I'm like, well, it's not from lack of Blood. desire, you know. <laughs> anyway, so what should we talk about today? I'd what do you want to coaching think on? about? Sort of finer degrees of of misalignment, and and here's what I mean by that. So I spent a decade as a big law litigator, large global law firm. And for most of that experience, at least half of it, I'd say, I felt deeply misaligned. I was unhappy with the job. I was depressed. I had the the Sunday afternoon scaries where you're dreading going to work, that sort of thing. At the beginning, January 31st of, of 2002, I retired from the practice of law to go to work with my wife on uh, the medical practice she had started in 2018. So we run that together now. And I feel much better about what I'm doing with my time as a general sense. But I know from having mainlined your content recently, especially getting ready to, to record this pod, that as we grow, we get out of alignment and we need to shift back into alignment. I feel like having been so deeply misaligned for so much of my professional life, I may be a little bit numb to lesser degrees of misalignment. So where I'd love some help today is how can I recognize in this more generally aligned phase of my life when I'm getting out of alignment and then how can I shift back? Okay. So number one, let's be cautious of the stories we're dragging from the past to the present. Okay. Okay. Um, you had a period of your life where your work, at least what you're from, either, and I don't know if it, you, at the time or, or now, but basically the point of view now is that you were very misaligned during that period. I think so. Yes. Okay. And that's the past. It is what it is. Um, let's not make any conclusions that we are numb from that. 
Okay. So, because when we talk about the way we, the, 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 what I really love doing, and the reason I love coaching people at higher levels, because you kind of get over the fundamentals of action and things like that. Um, but it, it's this really subtle mindset, high level mindset work is incredibly subtle. And it's really a game of picking up on the stories that are kind of blocking you. So right there, I don't know if that's blocking you. I don't know if today is the first time you've ever said it or you've been saying that for six, six years. I don't know, but it's irrelevant, right? So it's like, we just notice, okay, that story is the past. It doesn't have to be now. You're doing something that you like. Um, and you're asking me a strategy question on how to know if you're in alignment. Yes. Right. Now, is that what you want coaching on or is that you didn't, couldn't think of anything else to talk that's about a, today? That's a very good question. I was trying to learn your language and frame a question, if you'll pardon the pun in this, uh, in this world, uh, that would fit into the language you speak. Uh, generally, I'm trying to figure out the best way to grow this business to help my wife fulfill her purpose and kind of fit my purpose within that, which I see as introduce more of the world to her and the genius she has within the type of medicine she practices so that she can help more people get healthy and obviously drive revenue for our family. Okay. So at a simple, uh, the simple way to tell if you're in alignment, there's, there's three indicators of alignment, right? The first one is um, confidence right? Confidence or doubt. That's an indicator of alignment, right? Um, if you're in a position, if you're in a spot and then you focus on a new idea and that new idea increases confidence, that's a more aligned idea. If, if you have a thought that is goes downward, that's a less aligned idea. So it's typically three things. There's, there's confidence, there's, um, the emotions, right? Positive to negative. And then there's also, most people can usually feel it in their body heavier or light. So those are usually the indicators of a shifting frames or shifting frequencies. More, so when you go up, you have more confidence, you have more positive emotions, and you feel lighter. If you go down, you feel doubt, you feel um, negative emotions or a decrease in positive emotions, then you'll feel heavier in your body. Now, the, the simple, so that's, that's how we determine if what we're doing, what we're focused on is moving us into more or less alignment. Now, if we're actually looking at, are we in alignment where we are right now? This, the way to, the, the simplest way to know if you're in alignment is if, is, is based on your level of certainty of success. So if you are a hundred percent certain you're going to be successful, you are in alignment. If you are 99% confirmed or 99% certain you are not in alignment. And it's, it can be a mix depending on the target that you're aimed at because there are what I call known targets and then there's also unknown targets. Known targets is what you know how to do. Like you, you, you could build, you could do a legal case, right? You know how to do that. That's no. So you, you have a hundred percent certainty. You could take a client and go through like there's, it's known, right? Um, Building this business to add a zero and add it to four states, you've never done that before. Now, you may find some models and you can basically do it, but even if someone has done the exact same thing with an identical business, it's different because it's you. 
So in that situation, what happens when we start to aim at unknown targets is where most of the people that hang around me, we've already crushed it in the known. We're trying to go in the unknown, right? And, and really your ability to create success at that level and the speed at which you do is going to be based on your ability to maintain certainty at that unknown level. So I think I'm following you. I feel as though I am, I'm certainly going into the unknown in building really any sort of entrepreneurial business. This is my first crack at that outside of a little bit of you know real estate related business. Expanding this business into multiple states is something that neither my wife and I had done before the before recent months. I am absolutely certain that we will succeed in this endeavor, and I don't know exactly how. I, I know the right next steps or what I perceive to be the correct next steps. But the ultimate end game of where all of the revenue is going to come from, because there are a lot of different options there, or what strategic moves will make that will work and not, that certainly is unknown to me at this point. Yeah. So you're so you're holding certainty at like a global level or like a macro level, while you have uncertainty at the micro level, and that's that's the place you want to be because it is the place you want to be because a lot of times, what now I, I'm sensing there's a little bit of like vision and a little bit of intuition pulling you into that direction. Cause a lot of times the best way to crush it in the unknown is, is following your intuition, this intuitive guidance. So I, it sends, sounds to me like it's an alignment between you and your wife and there's an intuitive. So, so a lot of that certainty, I'm guessing some of it is from your decision to just be successful for the family. But a part of that I think is intuition. Um, so you have that you're grounded, you seem aligned. A lot of people will come to me and they're, they're uncertain at the macro level. Or, or they're 95% certain at the macro level. And 90, 90, even 99% certain at the macro level gotcha. is still not alignment. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about that because you may be talking to me uh, at a particularly aligned moment here at uh, you know, quarter to 12 on a, on a particular morning. There are things I run across as I'm going about the business, and this I can't imagine this will surprise you, that knock me down out of 100% macro certainty. I might see certain competitors doing certain things, or I have vendors who are not executing in a way that I think is completely satisfying, even if they're living up to the letter of their contract. And I have a moment of, oh no, what am I doing? Can this really work with these headwinds? Even though when I take a step back, I realize that they're temporary or workable, or there is plenty of abundance out there for us to succeed beyond my wildest dreams, even in a competitive landscape where other people are offering similar services, you know, at, at different kinds of levels. So. I've certainly said a lot of words and maybe you've picked up on something that where you can help me, but I feel like those are moments where maybe I'm getting knocked out of alignment. So my first question is, is that right? Am I perceiving that correctly? And second, what do I do to get myself back to the 100% macro certainty where I ought to be living? So that's great awareness, right? Great awareness. And, and what you're telling me is like, <laughs> please tell me, Jason. 
<laughs> because you just need to understand that being an entrepreneur is hard and it's for the crazy people, literally. Those people that are the, the lifers and W2s, those are the lucky ones, right? We're, we're cursed, right? With this, with this ability to see things better than they are. So, so what you're describing is, okay, I'm aligned and I'm working. So I had a moment of alignment. Now I'm taking action. It's almost like you're, you're traveling to a destination. You wake up, you set your bearing and then you're moving. And all of a sudden there's a river and then there's a bear. You had to jump out of the way and you're pointing in the wrong direction now. And you, and you don't see the sun anymore because you're following the sun and you're behind a tree or there's a mountain here. You had to get, there's a mountain in the way you had to go behind. You can't see the sun anymore. And you're thinking you're off target, right? So it's getting kicked into reaction is part of the game. So what's, what's happening is those competitors, oh, the competitor is doing it. It's causing a reaction in you. The vendor is not doing this. That's causing a re, an emotional reaction. Those, those are basically showing the next areas for you to level up your mindset because the reaction is coming from an old outdated point of view or an old mindset or belief. And that's why you're having that reaction there because we're moving so fast is that you're ahead of the, you're moving faster than your mindset can keep up. So your limiting factor is your mindset because your mindset is your conditioned experiences over the past four decades. So the, 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 the higher you aim, the faster you go, the more you're going to get kicked off target. So it's really the game of getting back in alignment as fast. That's a normal part of the process. So what I would do if someone was in coaching with me, we would look at the beliefs around that person because there's a point of view around the competition, which is partially grounded in your socially conditioned business experience, which is most often contradicting your intuitive guidance. So you're playing that game of like using my business expertise to be effective, but not to kill everything. Because if you follow your business expertise, you will be average. If you do what you're supposed to do, you'll be average. And you're, but you're not playing a game of average. So it's this mix that we're going through of playing at our full potential while we're following our intuition, using our mental experience to fix it without sabotaging us from getting stuck in our conditioning. So that's part of the process. So the simplest way to think is like, when you notice you're getting knocked down, getting a reaction, and you literally need to stop and get your bearing, where's the sun again? Okay, go. I see. So the first takeaway is that getting knocked askew momentarily is not necessarily a bad thing in the long term because it's evidence that we are growing and progressing and running after the right target. And it's just going to happen no matter what. So don't kick myself too hard for those moments. You, you're, you're reacting like maybe that's not exactly right. So, so correct me, please. Oh, no, no. I have another perspective on that, but I'm letting you finish. So it's okay. Uh, so, so that's, that's, that's one. And I, I, I look forward to, to having a new way to think about that. And the second is when that happens, pause, refocus, and keep going. Playing at the level that you're playing at is almost like an airplane flying from LA to, you know, Sydney. It has to constantly redirect, right? The winds come. So it's, it's almost like you're almost, we're out of alignment more than we're in alignment hmm. when you play at this level, right? Um, because you're growing and expanding, you're open to whatever challenges. And the best thing you can do is increase your awareness of when you get out of alignment. It's usually an emotional reaction. A uh, trigger of some sort, and 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 I'm not hearing you tell me that you get knocked off for for weeks. 
I'm hearing you get knocked off for moments, hour, 30 minutes, something like that. Which so 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 you're really grounded in your in your self writing. So like we want to not be afraid of misalignment because what happens is like if I'm coaching somebody, I'll get you into alignment. Like Jamie Kruber calls me a mental chiropractor, right? I'll get you into alignment and then you'll run off and start taking action and you're going to get out of alignment again. And then you come back and we do it again. So it's like this process of over and over again. And when you learn how to do it yourself, you don't need me, but that's the process there. And the thing, the thing you also want to, if we want to go to an even, even deeper level here, that's those two specific examples, competitors and vendors, which could be one of your biggest obstacles in your mind to expanding in other states. I'm guessing something like that. It's probably one of your biggest, one of the biggest obstacles. Who are the competitors? How do we get vendors out of state? It's it's a problem you're trying to solve, you know, is my guess. I think I think that's absolutely right. Right now, essentially the business is Joya and me. We've got, you know, a, a couple of contracting relationships with nurses and things, but as we as we expand even locally, we are going to need to build out the team and that requires trust in people that I'm not married to. And even as I say that, I feel a little heavier than I did before I, before I said that sentence. Yes. And those two things are going to be the diff, excuse me, the differentiating factor in your success or failure. Because, because what I'm hearing and what my intuition is telling me is that your ability to differentiate yourself is going to make your success as part of your value propositions as part of that. And also how you manage your vendor relationships in a way that makes the business function and everybody wins. Like those are two crucial components. So being triggered in those two areas is life getting your attention that to get to that bigger target you're looking at, those are the two pieces you need to fix. So pay more attention to the things that are knocking me out of alignment. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a lawyer. Every answer is it depends. I love it. Um, I wish it was the same, but well, because it, 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 from my point of view, it could be like in this situation, when I'm talking to you, I'm very intuitive when I'm coaching. So it's like, I literally sure. pick up on, pick up on people's signs and their energies and thoughts and, and talking to you. That's what it feels like. But for someone else, it could be their fear of rejection. I see. It could, it could be their insecurity about money. Mm-hmm. It could be that they're doing a job that their partner wants them to do that they rather don't want to do. Like I've had clients who come to me and says, yeah, my, I'm supposed to be a real estate investor. Why? Because my husband's working full time. So he wants me to be, do you want to be a real estate investor? No. Then how am I supposed to help you? Right. So like, so it, it's, it's different for everybody, but there's usually, there's some form of resistance there. Um, but it's, but, but my intuition is telling me like, if I was coaching you more, I'd be like, like, let's dive into what really makes you different than everybody else. And, and the value proposition is what makes the difference. And, and the vendors there tells me like there, there, there's a model out there that the vendors love you. Sure. And through the process of trial and error, you discover that. So that's why I threw that out there. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and then with the, and then just a side note, you said trust in people who aren't not married to, um, some people are great at hiring people and some people are terrible at it. You know, um, I've found myself to be on the first side where things is very easy for me to find great staff. And I've just, I don't have experiences where I don't trust people. Interesting. Like they just, they can't be around me if they're not trustworthy. They're like, I'm like kryptonite. And in my line of work, 
it's a little bit easier because it's because integrity and emotions and alignment is so prevalent there. But the point is somebody who's who is not trustworthy that would do that will not be in alignment with me. Which means you at the same time could put yourself into an alignment in the mindset of the frame where we find amazing people. We, we are, we're, we're changing healthcare. We're helping people at home. We're make healthcare is a mess. We're providing certainty and care. We're making it easy for families at home. We're taking it like we are on a mission that is helping a lot of families is going to help more. And we're going to find the people that want to be a part of it because that's who we are. So sometimes we, we can remove certain questions from the equation. And then that puts us into a strong alignment where it just doesn't even happen. Gotcha. So how that all sounds terrific. And I want to go to there with apologies to Liz Lemon. How, how do I make that happen within myself so that I can have the JDC hiring experience? Well, like, like my coaching methodology is not about making it happen. It's removing the resistance to it being there. Ah, so there are reference points in your past that your brain has filed as facts that are contradicting that new point of view. Okay. You need to clean those up and replace them with something better. That sounds great. In the few minutes we have left, can you help me understand the best ways to start removing that, that resistance or even identifying where, where that might be? Well, you're already feeling it right now. Like as we're talking about this topic of trusting other people or staff, that negative emotion that's coming up, that lack of certainty that's coming up, that's where the misalignment is. That's the indicator. Okay. So that emotion is stemming from something. So that it may be an experience you had directly to you. It may be something you saw on TV. It may be something that one of your parents said when you were 10 that stuck in your head, right? Like there's a reference there that's off that needs to be changed. And it could, and it could be, a, it could be a, a, it could be a specific situation. It could be a statement that you just heard over and over again. That's just the actual words have the power behind it. So, um, changing beliefs like that is, is easy to do by, by yourself. I'm sorry, it's possible to do by yourself, but it's much easier with a coach who knows how to do it. But the thing you want to understand is that like, it's very easy, especially as men, to just kind of, <clears throat> okay, there's a misalignment. We just tough it out and we do the positive thinking thing. And, and the reason we really want to avoid the positive thinking, like when the eighties, we had to do positive thinking because we couldn't access, we couldn't access a higher level of consciousness. We couldn't access the frame level of, of consciousness in the eighties. And that's why if you look at all the old coaching content, like Tony Robbins and all the NLP stuff, it was all repetitions and patterns and stuff like that. Like these memes and physical movements, because you had to con physically condition the current version into the new one, where now that we can access the frame level, which is higher level consciousness, we simply shift from the out of alignment one to the alignment one. And that's why we want to pay a really close attention to the misalignment, because it's so easy to shift. It's just boom. Like, can you get a sense of a version of you from the future, tomorrow, next week, next year, 10 years from now, who loves hiring people, trusts them because it always attracts amazing people. And one of his greatest joys is like interacting with the amazing team that he's created. Can you sense that version of you? I think so. Can you help me understand specifically what you mean when you say sense? Let's step it back a second. Okay. Can you sense, like sense, sense is like, you know, when you know when someone's looking at you and you're not looking at them? That's sense. That's sensing, right? It's not using. It's not using one of your five senses, right? It's almost like intuit. 
it's intuitive, right? Um, so let me, let's try a simple one. Can you send, can you sense the presence of a version of you that understands what I'm talking about more than you do now? Yes. Can you physically sense that version? Like in front of you, left, right, up, down? No, I don't think so. I'm not sure about a physical sensation. Okay. 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 Don't try too hard. Make it easy. As easy as you can. Like, can you sense a version of you tomorrow, next week, next year, in the future, who understands what I'm talking about and has actually learned how to frame shift and has been using it on a regular basis for a year? Can you sense that version of you? Yes. Most keep your, keep half your attention on that version. Most people like 80 to 90% of people will be able to physically sense it. Hmm. Like if you see my videos and you see me going like this, it's because from mine's right here. And I think that's one way our brain helps us digest a different frequency because the different frequency would be technically a parallel reality to where we are right now, but it's easier for the brain to focus on something physical. But regardless of that, can you sense a version of you? Let's try it again. Can you sense a version of you in the future who understands what I'm talking about more than you do now? Yes. And the version of you in the future who understands what I'm talking about more than you do now and understands my point of view about hiring? Yes. And the version of you that's done those two things and has actually implemented it with, with great success and surprised yourself. Yes. And, and has done all of that and has got to the point where your team is so amazing, you can't believe how easy and fun life is. Can you sense that version? Yes. And you literally wrote a book on why team hiring people is so, so fun and amazing. Can you sense that version? Yes. Okay. I just noticed how you're feeling right now. Mm. Did your confidence go up? Absolutely. It did. Did you feel positive emotions? Yes, sir. More positive emotions. Did you, so did you feel lighter? Yes. So that is, that's a, that's a frequency shift right there. That's, that's a frame shift. That's what I call frame shifting. So that version doesn't have those limiting beliefs. Gotcha. Our, our pattern that we grew up in is trying to solve the problems in the mismatched version instead of shifting to the version that doesn't exist, where it doesn't exist. And as I keep my focus on that version for some material amount of time, I get back, I get into a better alignment and solutions flow. Yeah. You'll start thinking differently. Yeah. Like idea, ideally a minute. Like if you, like my, if, if you're coming up with, if you're looking for a new idea, the best exercise I found for frame shifting is to shift your frame, hold it for a minute, do it again in one hour, do it again an hour after that, and then repeat that for three days. So like one hour, two, three, then hour 25, 26, 27. Like I have not gotten through day two without the new idea popping up because you're basically focusing your consciousness into a different frequency, which then generates a different thought pattern. Now this all works if you believe it works. If you think this is hocus pocus, it doesn't work. Because you are the creator of your own reality. Your body isn't even physical. I literally wrote the Do the Impossible book this way. I was sitting there looking at the screen and nothing was coming out. And I'm just like frozen. And I frame shifted. And all of a sudden, the content started flowing. Interesting. So it's, it's, it's how, think of it like the multiverse, right? There's all these different versions. Sure. The version of, like the version of you that doesn't have the answer will never have the answer ever. And, and so often we try to fix this one. And, and what often happens with frame shifting, they're like, oh yeah, I could feel it. And then they try to get the answer right away. It's like, no, 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 you got to wait. The answer will come to you because you have to wait to, once you shift to the version, the answer will then come up in a minute, a week, a day, a month, a year, whatever. We don't know. Gotcha. But usually people go, oh, I can feel it. And they try to dig the answer out and then they're back in the old frame. I see. I see. So that's frame shifting. Gotcha. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything else? No, this has been hugely helpful. Thank you so much for, uh, for taking the time. You're welcome. It was great to connect.
My pleasure. And thanks for watching the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm Jason Drees. Join me on next week's episode. And if you want to get your own experience of coaching, learn how to frame shift, go to freeintrosession.com and my team will hook you up. Take care. Bye-bye.